May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. So today is Good Shepherd Sunday. The fourth Sunday after Easter is when we hear about Jesus as the Good Shepherd. Hymns will reference sheep or shepherds. And the psalm today is everyone's favorite. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But I need to tell you right up front that I know absolutely nothing about sheep or shepherding. And the closest I ever came to being close and personal with sheep was walking through a sheep field in Ireland. And you walk very, very carefully and you watch where you put your feet. So 2,000 years ago, Jesus' listeners probably had a better understanding of sheep and sheepfolds and all that entailed. For us in downtown Phoenix, probably not so much. It is lovely imagery, and it's comforting imagery. And preachers all over the place will be preaching something about sheep today. But the sheep imagery doesn't always work too well for most of us. Americans in particular, we're all about rugged individualism and independence, because we don't need anybody. We can do it by ourselves. Or as my toddler used to declare, I do it myself. She had rugged American individualism down at a very young age. And she hasn't changed much. So comparing ourselves to a bunch of sheep, not too bright, and in need of constant supervision of a shepherd or an English sheepdog, it just doesn't feel quite right. So today uh, in the New York Times, there was an article by the Surgeon General on the epidemic of loneliness in America. And there's been any number of articles in the news and online about this epidemic of loneliness. And Senator Chris Murphy recently published an article on the politics of loneliness. And he wrote about these rising levels of loneliness, which is having fewer social contacts, and high levels of loneliness, which is having feelings of isolation. And while COVID exacerbated this sense of loneliness and isolation that we feel, it had already been becoming an epidemic in the United States. And he acknowledges that there are myriad reasons why this might be happening, including technology and social media. But one of the other major factors he cited was the erosion of our local community, including business organizations, civic clubs, and yes, even in our churches. Senator Murphy went on to write that we derive personal meaning from these communities and those connections foster a sense of identity and purpose. And Robert Putnam, who wrote the book Bowling Alone, The Collapse and Revival of the American Community, spoke of how many people today feel disconnected or isolated 
and that is a culture that we are longing for a more collectively caring community. And that is exactly what Luke describes today in the book of Acts, an intentional, caring community drawn together in faith. All who believed were together and they had all things in common. They spent time together, they broke bread together, praising God, and in gratitude, they would share their goods and possessions to help those in need within their community. They devoted themselves to fellowship. And devotion to fellowship means nurturing habits of hospitality. And one author defines hospitality as as a personal response to our own need to connect with others. So about 20 years ago, the watchword for this cathedral was an invitation, an invitation to practice a radical hospitality. And this is still our call, welcoming a stranger in our midst and welcoming all who come through our doors for the music and for the arts, or have just come to be, to sit and breathe and be healed in this holy space. But radical hospitality is not just about welcoming a stranger. It also speaks to our relationship with one another right here in this cathedral. So I wonder, how are we doing? How are we doing here in Trinity Cathedral, nurturing and caring for one another? Are we fostering a sense of belonging and connection with this community and with each other? So today we we do hear the story of Jesus the Good Shepherd and sheep and shepherds come up on a fairly regular basis in our scripture. And in the Psalms and the words of the prophets, the gospel stories and in the epistles and over the centuries in art and in stained glass, we find Jesus the Good Shepherd. So I did a bit of Google research on why sheep is a metaphor, because remember I know nothing about sheep. And it turns out that sheep are highly social creatures. And they don't do well in isolation. They don't do well if they're separated from their herd. They also won't move an inch if they're being pushed. They can only be led. So it would seem that these stories and these artists, they understood us pretty well because these stories reflect a fundamental and timeless truth about us as human beings. We are social creatures. We need to be connected with one another. And just like sheep, we don't do well in isolation. COVID showed us that. In the article, Loneliness in America, we hear these words we need to return to the idea that was central to our founding and is at the heart of many great religious traditions. We have commitments to ourselves, but we also have vital commitments to one another, including those who are vulnerable. I'm reminded of Archbishop Desmond Tutu's theology of Mbuto, which I have spoken of here before, and it's a theology that is rooted in the creation stories, the Imago Dei, 
the relationship between God and humanity. All of us, children of the same God, created in his image and created to live in relationship with each other. Relationships are absolutely central to being human. In the creation stories, God says, it is not good for man to be alone. Tutu would say, a person is a person through other persons, or I see you and you see me. We are meant to be interdependent, relying on and supporting one another, to live in community with one another. Today, as loneliness and isolation are, are an epidemic in our society, it seems to me that we often lack that sense of belonging, both to the Good Shepherd and to each other. And perhaps that's why we need Good Shepherd Sunday, to remind us that we are only able to move toward the kingdom of God together. Good Shepherd Sunday reminds us that living a Christian life disconnected from others is a contradiction in terms. Maya Angelou's poem says it beautifully. Lying, thinking, last night, how to find my soul a home where water is not thirsty and bread loaf is not stone. I came up with one thing, and I don't believe I'm wrong, that nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. So I wonder if today we are being called to remember that vision of community committed to mutual support and their faith in God. And in 2023, what does a community of faith look like? What does the vision look like for us here today? What does it look like for us when Jesus says he came that we may have life and have it abundantly? And for each of us, an abundant life will look a little bit different. For a single mom struggling with a child with mental illness, perhaps it's support and someone who just listens to them. For an impoverished community, it might be an opportunity to improve their neighborhood. For a teenager who feels alienated because of their gender identity, perhaps it's somebody who stands with them and speaks up for them. Abundant life will look different in different places and different times and for different people. What does it look like for you? What does it look like for me? What does it look like here for this, this community, Trinity Cathedral? I can think of a few examples for the cathedral. Our music programs that bring joy to so many people from all walks of life. Our art that speaks to our commitment to beauty and our love of justice. Our commitment to the children in our neighborhood to ensure that no child goes hungry. How else do we want abundant life to look here in Trinity Cathedral? So on this Good Shepherd Sunday, we are reminded that we like sheep, are social creatures. And that's not a bad thing. Because being social means that we can find an abundant life by recognizing that a loving God is always present in our lives and in our relationships with one another. Right here, right now, this day, and every day. Amen.